Okay, okay so I lied. I did have something. I just wasn't confident in my ability to think it was a good enough idea to record. I mean, we talk about anything. I don't know how nothing, how anything could not be a good idea to record. That's true. But I just, I don't know. We talk. We we talked about a car's fanfic <laughs> at one point. So like. Yes, but there are four consenting uh, adults having that conversation. So, it and it was not personal to me. It was something that, I mean, aside from the fact that I found the fan fiction, um, it was not something right. I wrote. It was not something I was doing, um, and it's you know, we've talked. We've been on this podcast for how many years and. I had one sort of family D and D campaign, and then you know, my dad had to be very disrespectful and and die on us. What, what a, a dick! Cool. <laughs> yeah. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Dungeons and Degrees. <laughs> Those are your favorite episodes, though, right? Uh, In the middle of the conversation, like, it starts and you're like, cool, like, let me figure out where I am. What are we doing? Right, yeah. My name's Adrian. And I'm Alex. And today it's just <laughs> us, and we're just chilling, we're just talking, we're talking shit about our dead dads, actually one of our dead dads, because nope. we will eventually talk about my dead dad, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, really? That's where we're going to start? <laughs> Mr. Uh, Guy Lawrence? Absolutely not. Yeah, well. He's gonna oh, live forever. Mm. Real quick. No. What? We we got. I took my grandma out to IHOP today. Mm-hmm. And a car ran into the building. While you were in there. In the IHOP, yes. Were you on the wall that it hit, or were you yeah. like? Yeah. Excuse me. She loves me? the window seat. She loves the window seat. She specifically asked for the window seat. Um, the car was like, I guess, I, I don't know, my eye has been twitching all, all fucking day for some reason, so I was like, my eyes were closed, and all I heard was, and then it just, the car going over the bumps onto the sidewalk and, like, hitting, like, three booths down. Were, was, were there people in those booths? Uh, yes, yes. Are they okay? Do you know? Yes, Did the, you... the 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 building did not get like window. Maybe the window didn't break, but I, I just saw that the the lady. It was just like these two older ladies. They backed out, <laughs> and then there's these these two burly men coming up. Like, hey, you need to stop! Like, <laughs> and they got out of the car, and it just two old ladies. Just and two... then my grandma's just like standing up on like out of the booth, and I'm just sitting there eating my burger. And she's like, oh my gosh. And she kept pointing at the reflection in my, in this glass pane. I'm like, no, it's over there, Grandma. <laughs> Grandma, you're looking at the wrong spot. Yeah. <gasps> that is wild. Adrian, why did you not start this whole ass conversation like that? Because I forgot about it. I was asleep. You were, you forgot that you yeah, were sitting yeah. at an IHOP and that mm-hmm, a car... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
so near death experience to be young. for somebody that wasn't me. I didn't listen. I kept thinking about what would happen if me being as lethargic as I was, if something had happened, would I be like jump at our like get out of the way, or would I just be like, I'm ready for this, <laughs> just, <laughs> just sit there and just seeing if it'd go all the way through or not? Oh my god, minimal effort. Did it go all the way through the building? Was it no, like it did not. The, okay? It just hit the outside, so the bricks yeah, and it, the they structure... curved off into the sidewalk and just hit the like past the shrubs and hit the the uh, the building, and then they just backed out, and their whole bumper is fucked. Surprisingly, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, I think I had a very I had I had like like a like a all the way through the building. Yeah, like. Like, they were going at a significant speed to actually make damage or to, to damage the building, but I guess it, if it would just, like, tap the bush. wall. I mean, that poor yeah. bush. It still I mean, hit the building. Yeah, but but there's hitting, there's, like, tapping the building where, like, you're like, okay, my car is fucked. But then there's, like, running into it um, that does damage the inside of the, like, the people were were also damaged. Yes, everybody was, I think, okay. I don't know if there's anybody on the sidewalk. I just saw the car just, like, once it was already on the sidewalk, it was already kind of past my vision. I'm like, what the hell's going on? And then you just kept eating your hamburger. Boga. That's exciting. Um, I, You would probably know if somebody got injured because there's, like, yeah, no, no, no. paramedics. I just... Yeah, there was just a firefighter, fire truck, and the ladies that were on, at the table, I don't know if, like, anything shook or broke glass, but they ended up just, like, moving tables, I think. Uh, imagine that. They would move tables. Uh, I, I mean, that's crazy to me. <laughs> just on a Monday. Yeah. They so some... that was my Monday morning. Good. Um... But yeah, welcome to Dungeons and Degrees. We're talking about <laughs> D and D eventually. Sometimes. But 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 definitely one of the highlights of my day. Is it that feels like a week topper? That feels like one of maybe topper. This is this is the beginning of the week. Like I what know, the hell is in I, store for the rest of my week? I don't know. Hopefully, not anything nearly as exciting as watching somebody run into a building. I mean, exciting, maybe exciting, exciting, but maybe not, not the right word, though. Exciting, exciting. dangerous. I don't. I, you're right. You're right. Um, but yeah, I was going to go to this is kind of more on topic of like, what have we been up to? Been searching mm -hmm. for jobs. I was going to go to an interview today, but after that, I was just kind of like, I need to sleep. Um, because, like, I don't want to get into that car crash. Yeah, that rescheduling makes a whole lot more sense than, uh, I wasn't feeling it, I took a nap, and I Well, just... I mean, yeah, I was feeling sick, dude. I, I don't know, I was, I think it was just nerves, but also, like, poor sleep habits, which is just sucks. That's true. Sleeping has been a big issue with me, being able to kind of focus, um... Like, I've been working on this, this podcast, I've been working on um, other videos with Skylar, um, and making all that stuff happen, and uh, having the time and figuring everything out to, to make sure I'm, like, focused has been such a detriment, uh, like, 
the three things, like, being back on medication has been helping me focused. Mm-hmm. Having something to eat, even though I've been, like, been very, like, careful of what I eat because I've been focusing on trying to not eat as much. Um, and then sleeping well. And the sleeping has just been the worst part of it all because some days I can't f- do it. Like, today, yesterday, last night, there we go. I went to bed at, like, 12. I woke up at, like, like 5.30 in the morning. Okay. And I, I, I just, like, part of me feels like I should sleep longer because I feel a little lethargic. Like, I, I do stuff, and then I go back lay down, but, like, it's not working. It just sucks. What's it's not working? Like the, the napping or, like, your energy level after your sleep? Like, the energy level after my sleep. Like, I feel like I should be fa- sleeping more. But for some reason, I've been just napping midday because of that. Isn't that... That's like, like a sh- normal sleep pattern. Like, if we didn't have 9 to 5 jobs, isn't that, like, the normal... Because I know... Well, I, for me, it, what time do you usually, like... Is it, like, this 2 p.m. siesta that you're taking? Yeah. 2 p.m. to noon or ish. So 12 yeah. to, to 2 o'clock. Around that time, I just knock out a second time. Just my energy is just gone. I think that, honestly, I think that's a, a like, we are genetically dispositioned to, like, have that break time. I mean, you've got five and a half hours of sleep, which is, you know, not enough hours as any sort of human. But... No normal human. Yeah, you're getting that nap, which is going to push you until till midnight especially mm-hmm. depending on the amount of sleep that you're getting at that point um so it's going to be a little right i mean is your goal to sleep like a quote-unquote normal person from the like 10 to 8 i just hour? want to do one sleep i just want to do one you sleep one sleep that way Wait. i can just go throughout my day and not worry about like i'm gonna feel tired soon <laughs> that's my main focus yeah I know, especially um, for me in creating a a healthy sleep regimen, it is that wake-up time. So if I continue a solid wake-up time, um, then I'm I'm more likely to go to sleep at a time that my body feels like it needs to go to sleep. So we started um, working out at 5.30 in the morning before school. Um, which means that my wake up time needs to be four thirty, which I really do need to push it back to four fifteen, um, or even just four o'clock. But four o'clock feels like like feels the worst crazy. hour. That feels yeah. It, <laughs> just but, that tiny from four fifteen to four a.m. That that round number. It's, uh, it's intimidating. It is, um, but like. The way that my body has been working is I noticed with the 4.30 wake up and then the working out immediately for the rest of the day, my mood is pretty stable. Um, Even on Saturday and Sunday when I don't work out because I I claim those as my rest days, um, but I still wake up. I may, I sleep in. I'm going to be honest, I sleep in. But my 4.30 wake up, my sleeping in is like 6 o'clock. So on Saturday and Sunday, I'm up at 6. And I'm like, cool, full night, let's go. Um, but I don't, I also don't push it 
for my bedtime. Like, I'm not like, oh, I just need to do one more hour. Like, as soon as my brain is like, you know what would be really nice? If we go to sleep. I'd be like, yeah, let's fucking go. So then we go and we go to sleep. But that that solid wake-up time, like, I have to be out of bed. Um, so 4.30 Monday through Friday and then 6 a.m. on Saturday and Sunday. Um, I'm more likely to get more stuff done and not feel as, as trash. Um, mm-hmm. than I normally do. So I don't know I need if that. you I need that your... rotation of like getting into an exercise mood because th- 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 I think that would help I, because I'm like eating, uh, at a bit of a deficit. I'm just, uh, trying to figure out, hopefully that doesn't affect my whole, uh, mood throughout the, the day. That's true. Um, I say that eating like half a sleeve of saltines behind the camera before you got here. Um, but like, I'm not, but my relationship with food I know is, is different than yours and it's not, it's just different. So I, the way that I think about food, I can't think of it as a deficit. Um, because my brain is like, Oh, we can't have it. Well then now we really want it. And it, 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 it's not a, it's not, I, it's not a good time. No. It's unhealthy. Gross. Um, so at least for my mental health, it has to be just working out and like getting other things done and we don't worry about our diet. And if it Mm -hmm. change, if working out changes our body, then great. But it's, it is a neutral body and food. They are neutral. They are not Mm -hmm. positive nor negative. Um, because eating disorders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I totally understand. That's fine. Um, I'm always kind of like right now it's, it, because of I've been like working out recently. I've just been focusing on how much I intake because like uh, how how my body's kind of of uh, now has now set into its ways. It's just like instead of like. It's not as much as bored eating. It's because I, I've done that so much. It, mm-hmm. It's just what I did. Because um, it was just easy. And there's like snacks and nuts and, and, and little things there. And it's just like, oh, it's so easy. It's so easy. I can forage. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But now that I have like, uh, like I'm not counting everything to a T. I'm not weighing things out. I'm giving a good estimate. If I can look it up, I'll look it up. But like I've been mm-hmm. eating a certain amount of calories. And then there was like the weekends which is the days that i can eat uh, a, a a larger amount is and to be honest like some some of those days because i had kind of like had deprived myself of food every now and then um it's just like it's work to get to the certain amount of calories like i have to go searching for food in order and it feels a bit much but it's in order to kind of do this it's like a zigzag dieting yeah. or something like that um ugh, it's so much it's so much all the time I but i mean i've done i've it's 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 been working and as long as i'm not like a hundred percent miserable i think i'll be fine i could be like 99 percent miserable you know <laughs> isn't that like the story of everyone's life though like as long as i'm not 99 percent miserable i'm fine mm-hmm mm-hmm it's it's like the job kind of thing. Like I hate this, but I need this. But also like, it could be worse. And if it does become worse, I'm fucking out of here. <laughs> Capitalism. Pretty much. Um, but yeah, I think it's been affecting me a lot. 
Um, I took last my games for uh, Dungeons and Degrees. I took uh, this last Friday off, and I went to go hang out with some friends. Yeah. Because uh, I needed it. I, I barely got time to go out, um, especially when we decide to do a Friday game. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? I mean, to be honest, like it was it was the best idea. Like we didn't have anything else to do back in the, in the Panini, right? Like right, right, because that would have been the best time to hang not? out. Exactly. Um, but yeah, it's getting uh, more. I'm 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 giving myself more room to leave the house because I've been isolating. Uh, due to money, not anything else. Uh, and making sure I'm not doing anything, so that way I can save up. But I've been slowly kind of coaxing myself to do it in other ways and save up and do more things um, outside because I am I need that social kind of uh, interaction. What's your love language? It, yeah, I think so. No, what what is your love language? Oh, if they said that's my love language. Um... No, I think what? it's yeah. either, I think it might be physical touch. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Is it funny? Because I think it's really sad because I don't you, get any physical touch. Uh, well, <laughs> and that's, that's, that's the thing, right? So mm -hmm. in, in my free therapy that I've done while looking at the internet, um, your self-sabotaging habits are the... They're, they're the same thing as your love language. So if you need to have, like, physical touch, then, like, removing yourself from people is the way that you're trying to, like, self-sabotage. So, like, if your yeah. love language was also, like, quality time, then you are taking the time away from whatever you want to be doing. You are going to be doing other things. So even with mm -hmm. yourself, like, the quality time with yourself will be removed. The physical touching, the opportunities for physical touch, you'll remove. Because that's, I do the same thing. That, like, my love language is physical touch. And if I start to go downhill, it's either, it's, it's self-harm, right? Because that's immediate. But it's also, like, removing myself from situations in which I'd probably be getting any sort of, like, hugs or, you know, f physical creature comfort. I mean, is this like something? Okay, because you're like, aha, there it is. Do you use this something that you've noticed that I've done before? Like, is that why you gave me the aha moment? I did give you a little bit of the aha moment. My other, my other secondary, um, wondering about you is if you also have like quality quality time, because those are the two things that you tend to do when you're feeling bad. Is you isolate yourself and and. It could be one or the other, right? You could be... Probably. I think that's, like, the other thing. Mm-hmm. So quality I mean, time and physical listen, touch. I don't know. I, I, I'm not, I don't... As someone who, who works <laughs> in the field, doesn't mean I psychoanalyze myself, okay? Fair. It's, and that's, that's probably good enough for you. That's, that's not something that you felt like you needed to do for yourself. And that's... There's nothing wrong with that. There's, like... Like, that's human nature i just happen to have to know a lot of different things about people very quickly and you know be able to identify those quick shifts that may also be the trauma of growing up in the house that i did that i'm just aware of i'm a people pleaser and yeah. and 
have to be able to quickly read uh, parents. Um, so then I become a better asset to my family, which did nothing for me. Mm. Mm, that's fine. Um, but I just, I, I, I enjoy it. It's fine. It's, people are puzzles and puzzles are made to be put together. it's fine sure it's fine some puzzles you're supposed to take apart (laughs) are you wait no the point of a puzzle is to put a puzzle together like what like there's those ones that like there's two key rings stuck together and you have to take them out kind of thing that's true those are but those aren't those are are they actually called puzzles they're different kinds of puzzles but they're usually like aren't they like mind puzzles or something silly? Like no, I mean that? your standard regular grade A puzzle. You mean a jigsaw puzzle? I do mean a jigsaw puzzle. So like we something need a label that has things. its own word and then puzzle as well. I'm getting out of here. I'm leaving ah. this chat. Yes, a jigsaw puzzle. People are jigsaw puzzles. Mm-hmm, I just mm-hmm. want to put them together. All right. Um. That's okay. I mean, I feel like I, I, I'm trying to analyze that further, and I feel like yeah, I have those tendencies when I get in, in a bad way. I start to isolate myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I just think it's the best move at the time. <laughs> I just think it's it's okay if I'm not on just around people, so then they don't miss me, and then it's less of an issue if I'm never there. Yeah, well, is that it's, it's, is that it, Adrian? No, it's more like I don't have to worry about people, people's other people's actions that may or may not affect me, and I can just focus on myself and figure out what actions I am doing or I need to do in order to do better, or I just need time to relax and things like that. Like, like it's 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 easier for me as an individual to figure mm-hmm. out what I'm doing in the eyes of other people. Um, so like, you know, me isolating myself is for the betterment of everybody else's well-being kind of thing. Because one, I see that there's a problem I'm acting up or I'm acting out. I need to remove myself in order for one, for me to be okay and for others to be okay. Yes, but you removing yourself sounds an awful like you not wanting to be a burden to other people. And either one, you do not have the support system in which you are willing to trust them to get you. Or two, you, I mean, that's, that's it really. You just, you're not trusting the people around you to, to hold you in a space where you can be less of your quote unquote good self and and just survive like like it sounds you need you you need somebody to hold you there because at no point would you come over and hang out with me and i'd be like ah adrian's being dick i'm not gonna hang out with him like no but if i am why wouldn't you (laughs) because our relationship is greater than that at the i am able to understand that you are a changing person. You are a changing and growing person. At no point are your changes going to outweigh, at least right now, the care and affection I have for you as a friend, right? So you're you're not a 
bad person because you have emotions. You're not a bad person because you can't regulate. You're not a bad person and I don't want you in my life if you don't have everything down perfectly. I want you in my life because I care for you. I want you in my life because I think you're important and you are a wonderful person and you are terribly creative and you care about everything. <laughs> That's so, and... so weird. Terribly creative. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. But like... It... Like, I don't want you not in my life because you think you're not the best version of yourself. Well, and then it, it, it can go down even deeper of that of it being like, I don't want myself in in the best because I'm not the, the best person that I could be. Well, yourself that you're thinking of is stupid. That well, yeah, self voice that you're listening to, that's a bad part of your voice. That's not the part that you give power to. That's not the part of your voice that you listen to. Sorry for being so vicious again. Like, no, that's not the part that you listen to. The part that says you need to remove yourself is not the part that is con- that's correct. That's the wrong part. But I think it's still important to have uh, those moments where you realize that like or you have the idea to remove yourself i mean like no i i i I disagree sorry i'll let you finish (laughs) i well i think like like i've i've removed myself when i've become very emotional um and you know i don't think i think that was the best movement i'm like i still contacted people that i trusted i just knew that the people that I needed to get away from because of how they are as an individual or how they f- potentially hurt me. And I just didn't want to say, um, that, I, you know, th- me having those reactions, these, these, you know, angry thoughts. I'm like, okay, I just need to leave. I just need to not be here anymore because the people that, that I'm surrounding or some of the people that I'm surrounding myself is, are not. Yeah. In my best sense. interest, or at this time in my mental state, so I decide to remove myself. And you know, I I know when to reach. I know. I don't think. I don't know. I'm not sure. It's hard to <laughs> say that for me to say. I know when to reach back out. But when you're in that those moods or in that headspace, it's impossible to know what's right or wrong. Um, there there are moves that can be made, and you just do what you at your best ability you, you can because when you become very emotionally charged, uh, logic is not the first thing you kind of go to. No, 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 absolutely not. I agree with the statement that you should remove yourself when you've become too emotionally, too emotional and cannot regulate yourself within that, that scenario. And then maybe Mm -hmm. revisiting that later, because I, I recognize that that we may be, slightly off stepping that it is a blanket no you should be always around people but it's not a you should always be around people i think you should recognize when you Mm -hmm. are safe with somebody in your emotions i think it is important for you to understand how you are feeling and having that emotional intelligence within those conversations and then stepping back and saying okay this is not good for me right now let me quickly figure out what's going on within my body And then I can return to a place where I am giving you the, like, 
no, you should be around people is that it sounded like sometimes you remove yourself because the emotions are there and because they're not a perfect shiny version of you that you don't deserve to be in those same spaces, right? You don't deserve to be in that area in which you are with your friends, even though you're not perfect, right? I'm not completely happy. I'm still feeling sad. So I should just stay in my own area until I feel less sad Mm -hmm. rather than I'm feeling sad. And I know that being around my friends will help me and I can try to to pull myself out of whatever depression may be sinking in. Um, Cause that's what, that's, that's what I get into. Right. If I start to get down into the sads, I start thinking just, just the same way that you do. Like, I don't need to be around people. They don't want to be around me. They don't like me. I'm too much. I don't have enough emotions. You know, all of the, like I'm weird. Um, or I have too many ideas and then I start to self-sabotage myself of like, ah, uh, well, if I'm not very good, then I just won't make any of my deadlines or I won't have the conversations I want or I'm texting somebody and they probably don't even want to talk to me because I took three days to respond to their text messages versus like immediately or within the same day that they sent them to me. Um, when in all actuality, the people who I communicate daily or most of the time, they're going through the same things that I go through. That's why we're friends because we have that understanding that it's okay. And if it looks different, it doesn't have to be perfect. Right. That's a, I mean, that's even a conversation I've had with Michael. Like how Mm -hmm. does our relationship need to look for us to survive? Not necessarily what a cookie cutter relationship looks like for other people because that doesn't work for us we have to have something um that works for us so it is finding a balance of like busy and and not busy and how do we for okay for me i need i feel like i need a lot of time but sometimes it comes off as codependence Um, so that balance between, I need all of your time and attention and I can do it by myself. Um, Mm -hmm. I, I have to go through, through my line with codependence with him. Um, I lost my train of thought. I'm so sorry. I moved my body in a weird way and then I got distracted with the way that felt. Did you like, uh, discs (laughs) popped and you're just like, my brain waves, they're gone. Oh, my thought. Um. But no, you just have to figure out the people that, you know, and you just have to, right? That's a difficult, you, you have to, it's important to find people, if that's what you want, who understand who you are. And even if you are sad, that they still want you around. Like I, I, I want you around Adrian, even with your big sads. Like, I that's, sorry that's, i mean they suck dude they suck it's <laughs> fine but we can either i can either not be big sad and you can be big sad and like i'm just here to hold space we can both be big sads together and then just mm-hmm. be big sads together or like you can you can i can be big sad and the well, I'm, 
Yeah. I can be a big sad and you can just be here and understand. <laughs> right? It's just the understanding part of it. It's the right. it's the importance of of feeling like you're seen even when your inner brain goblin says you don't deserve to be seen. Letting other people hold that a little bit for you. I get what you're saying. The, the, the importance of having someone there when you don't feel like it's necessary to have people there um, because of you just being watched and regulated in a, in a way that seems um, positive to the mood. Um, it just takes time. and it, it takes a lot of prep beforehand in order for those kinds of... Um, not, I wouldn't say a relationship because I feel like the relationships are already there. Mm-hmm. The the furthering of like having some sort of plan in front of when those moods occur because when someone's so sad and and one of their mo- things is self isolation, there has to be something beforehand to be put in place to talk about because, like, to me as an individual who doesn't do that well, I don't feel like that's a good idea because. I've not experienced that in a, a positive light, or I haven't just experienced it at all. I just know that when I'm sad, I'm going to isolate myself, and mm-hmm. then time will take care of it. Like, these are the ways I've known, that's the neural pathway I'm going to follow every single time. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, and, and I feel like because depression is just like, when you when you fall down that, that path, you follow the easiest, most... Um, what's it called uh used to pathway mm-hmm. um so it takes time to etch that into your brain to reach out to talk to others to do those things um and 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 especially the, the conversation's not a one-time thing this is a constant thing because you still have you're, you're building that pathway mm-hmm. constantly um, how I kind of referred to it to when I was doing some social work, it was just like, listen, you know, the, the bad habits you have, the things you do that are not good, these are etched in your brain, it, it, like physically, because like, if, the, you know, you do things over and over, those pathways, those neural pathways get stronger and stronger, okay? Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, tread, like a, a, you know, a car driving in the same spot, you know, the grass dies, the, uh, you see the the dirt get removed, treads. It's just easier to go down that path. Um, and then, so to, to create a new path, to create something that, a new habit, you need to do it as much and probably even more than you've done this path in order for your brain to have an ease of access to go down this way, this path, this these patterns that you have for yourself. And it takes time. I know when I was going through um, Al-Anon, one conversation I had with somebody was, um, especially when trying to rebuild a relationship in which you want to continue, um, after a big moment, something has to change and it's going to feel super uncomfortable regardless if it's a good or a, or a, a positive or a negative experience. It's going to feel different even if it's good because what your body and your brain have been used to feels 
natural feels better, even if it's like not the best thing for you. So if you're, you're taking this negative feeling and you feel good in it because it is negative and it's warm and it's cozy, if you are doing something positive for yourself, it's going to feel strange and alien because you're, you're not used to it. Um, and if you want something to change, especially if you're unhappy in it, it needs to feel alien at least for some time because it's a new experience. Um, it, it just has to change in that way. And I think that was one, one big thing that has stuck with me that if you want something, if you want the change, it's going to feel weird and uncomfortable for a little bit and that's okay. And you can always keep checking in with yourself and seeing if that's really what you want if it aligns with you, what you picture in your life, um, but also trusting that you have the strength to do it. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I think that your perspective, um, what's it called? I didn't know you were in Al-Anon. Uh, yeah, so. Uh, to air all of my dirty laundry out and um, my... Uh... I didn't know that about you, sorry. No, it's... Just, no, 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 I'm not... New to me. No, it's not an issue. I, um... My family, my dad's side has a history of alcoholics. Um, I have strong inclination that my dad was an alcoholic. But, right, we're going to add that, like, functional term to it because it was just, like... Friday, Saturday nights, and mm-hmm. like it wasn't that necessarily that it was all the time and he was abusive. It, it's just that I now recognize that he used it to be social, he used it to be to break out of his shell, um, which is not the best way. Um, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. he had a he had a DWI, so he was he was caught. Um, and my mother also has some tendencies to be, um, to use alcohol as a way to air out laundry or she gives her the courage to, to talk about things, um, or whatever. So I, I grew up with two f- parents who had very, un- what I viewed as very unhealthy relationships with alcohol. Um, and then, uh, Michael also, is an alcoholic. And so with those three powers combined, um, especially when I, when we moved back down or when I moved to, to Texas, I was like, I've, or when I moved to Dallas, I was like, I've got to figure out how to manage my life because I, I in between all of this. Um, and then, uh, the summer of 2020 happened and I realized that I also was using alcohol in probably the worst way. And, um, the comparison of my, my normal negative self-talk when I am unsober, when I am sober, uh, is, Mm -hmm. is not as overwhelming. Um, but as soon as I get one drink, one, one little sip of alcohol, um, my inner dialogue is absolutely horrendous. Like, I can't, I cannot emphasize how mean I can be to myself. So everything that you say, like, I need to isolate, I need to do all these things, right? The the self-talk that you are, the, the, the conversation you're having is, like, mm-hmm. all I have. And 
right? It's it's yelling in your head. It's it's mm-hmm. not like it's it's just w- one big voice instead of it just being like you know from from me it's like passing by. It's just like a little whisper. But then when you know you get bad, yeah, it's the only thing you hear and it's loud as hell. Yep. As soon as I and I I could you could justify it like in this day and age you can justify it a lot, right? I can have one drink after work and I can still be a functional person, right? And I can, I can have a beer as soon as I get home. I can, I can just take two tequila shots and everything's great. And then I'm going to use that as an excuse. Like it's going to help me go to bed and I'm going to feel so much better. Or, you know, I can have one during, during lunch. Um, but it's not, it just doesn't for me in my self-talk, it, it doesn't work out together. So um, there's the, the too long, didn't ask <laughs> story of why I was an Al-Anon and then, uh, realized that it's not, <laughs> I am the family member. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Liz, I just, and I had issues with it anyways, cause it, it, mm-hmm. if you need something, Al-Anon is great, but, um, it's it's yeah the religious talk is not no. what does it for me yeah i've had that 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 those like for some people it's very good but mm-hmm. i think that there there needs to be some sort of talk for people that are are not in religious spaces because like it doesn't help them <laughs> they don't understand that or sometimes it's what like their, their negative self-talk is so bad that saying that you know god will help you and then nothing good happens they're just like well then god hates me you know is this the same that god that tried to destroy an entire planet with a flood mm-hmm. or am i getting yeah. the bubbly nice god that you know cares about they're creations. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, exactly. Oof, I know. Is this a test? <laughs> Is this a test? <laughs> Am I failing? Can I you let me know if failure. it's a test? Because I'm really good at those. Like, if it's a standardized <laughs> test, I can do that. But just let me know. I don't feel like it's standard. I feel like I got my own special test. This is such a fun and sunny episode, man. Welcome. We talk about our, well, I mean, listen, we, we, we have to put on, not put on, but like we have to introduce people into, uh, I guess, into what they're doing and, and being happy about that, right? Right? And then when it's just us, you know, <laughs> we're depressed people. No. Uh, <laughs> no, when it's going just on. us, we're just like, we can be more uh, personable, you know? We, you know, we, we've talked about your dad before yeah. to, to to guest, and we've talked about, like, I, I've had depression to guest, but, like, we don't have the opportunity to go deeper into those conversations. No. Um, because, like, one, it's, like, a, a, our, our limited time this week we have to talk to each other, right? <laughs> yep. Well, and I don't think, unless people's work is surrounded about it, like, I, I agree with you that showcasing what other people are doing in this world is way more fun than talking about what storm is happening inside our brains. Yeah. To be honest, I think it's all right. Um, I, I, I do want to, uh, kind of talk about this, that it's happened and I haven't been able to talk about it, but like, 
I've had one person go on hiatus for my game, and another one just say straight up, they're not, they're, they're leaving the game. And this is, I don't know, mentally, the first thought, the game's over. That's it. We're done. Yeah. And I'm like, we, we've been talking about how, like, you know, if if I, I self-isolate when, when the, those kinds of things happen... Is that what I'm doing right now? Am I actually thinking through it? Part of me just says, uh, give it some time, because, like, these are two very, like, big players in my game. So, like, I don't... uh, Us dropping down to... I think it's four right now, but, like... So you had six people? One of them's brand new. We have six people right now, yeah. You had six people. You lost two. And one Mm -hmm. is brand new. And I'm trying to figure out, are these, these, these four people, they're they're not as vocal. Am I going to be able to, to play a game with them that's going to move forward? Or am I going to be the main pushing force? Well, we just had a conversation, right? In Mm -hmm. one of our, who, with, was it Gabby? I think it was Gabby. Gabby's the note taker. Right. No, no. No, no. I think it was Gabby. That if while we're playing, especially for me, if it's like a one shot, if it's something that I know that, you know, I don't necessarily need to take up the most space. If there are louder players, I'm going to let them play. If there Mm -hmm. are people who want to role play, who want to be in charge, who want to lead the group, I tend to play characters that will allow that to happen i feel very uncomfortable leading the group now that's not to say it's never happened right that's not to say that Mm -hmm. i can't ever play those characters but Mm -hmm. if the space allows for me to step up i don't mind stepping up i think maybe try and let your players play because maybe the two players that left leaving that vacuum somebody's going to get sucked into that role and then have a life-changing experience only Mm. only time will be able to tell um whether this is gonna be that's exactly what's happened and i think that's what i need to be okay with i think Um, you build good enough teams honestly that they'll be able to figure it out i don't think you'll have to carry this and I think you trusting that your story and that you have good players and you can give them that space to grow. Like, it, it may not be immediately, but you also, like, attract good people. Well, <laughs> mostly, most of the time, I'm not going not to say every person because we've had conversations where you're... <laughs> Maybe not. The niceness has been, uh, you know, used on as, <laughs> oh, it's okay if I, I do these actions because it's going to be okay in Adrian's eyes kind of thing. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I think it's scary. I I don't know what I would do in your shoes. I think I would just, like, white knuckle it and just hope for the best. We'll see how long. We'll see how long it lasts. Do you get to end with the story with the other two that are leaving, or are they just they're just piecing out and said I'm one not. of them had uh, was separated from the group and they said they want to take a break, 
The other one just said, nah, I, I want to spend time with my family, which is fair. Yeah. So they're going to do that. They probably had, like, this last Friday, I, I, I took off. They're like, you know what? I want to spend time with my family for a bit. This and, Friday situation, I enjoy. I just, I'm just going to take yeah, the exactly. time with the family. Yeah, exactly. They had a taste of it, and now they want it every Friday. <laughs> they want to spend time with their wife every Friday. That's what it happens. It shouldn't be gaming with married people. Yeah, <laughs> It's fine. Speaking of that, I think we're going to start this. I really do think we're going to start this campaign. I have, Who are they? I have a fr- I have a coworker friend, bestie, teacher bestie, mm-hmm. uh, who I was talking to. I don't know what we were talking about. We were talking about something, and I think I mentioned that we were recording again. And he was like, "What are you recording?" And I was like, "Bitch, I play Dungeons and Dragons. What do you need to know?" And his like little baby eyeballs just like lit up. He was like, I've never played Dungeons. No, it's a a grown grown adult. I'm sorry. (laughs) Just trying to be cute for the story. Um, His eyes uh, just lit up. And he was like, oh, I want to play Dungeons Dragons. And I was like, cool. I don't know any other, like, I don't know other people who would be willing. I don't, I don't know this. Like, it's getting people together in the different facets of my life that I, uh, I don't know how to do. Um. Because I just, it's weird. Um, but then we went to a haunted house on Saturday. And so uh, my coworker met Michael. Oh, shit. I just lost my pen. I'm sorry. Hold on. I'm fidgeting. I'm fidgeting. <laughs> um, so my coworker met Michael. And my coworker's like, hey, we should play Dungeons and Dragons. And Michael's like, I've never played. And... Uh, to which my coworker was like, "You've never your your wife runs a Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> podcast, and you've never played Dungeons and Dragons." I was like, "Yeah, I bought him dice one time, but we just never got to playing um, because I didn't want to DM. I just I wanted somebody else to DM, and then we could play together, and that would be fun." But it and now I think has come to the point where I have at least two people. I think I could get a third to play mm-hmm. a campaign. And the question is, do you, what do you, what do we start with, Adrian? Do we start with Strahd? Uh, uh, I mean, I, I think we all had a consenting idea for my Strahd campaign that we're going to play Strahd. I think it depends on what they want to do. Um, I mean, it is spooky season, so like Strahd is the go-to, right? It is. I have my Jane Austen book that I could pull from, but I don't think anybody except for me would be interested in playing some sort of Regency campaign Mm -hmm. in which we are trying to find a man to marry. Right, right, right. I don't think that's what they want. I think that might be campaign two. I think I could eventually get them to, Mm -hmm. to play Regency characters. Um... But I don't, I don't, I don't know. I guess that's a good question. I should, let's put the tools I have in front of me to use. I could <laughs> sit down and ask them what they actually want to do. Right. So if they're combat heavy, 
what do we do? Uh, combat, well, we could just... Yeah, if it's combat heavy, oh, uh, there's bandits in the woods. Uh, find their base. Um, I think a good one, minus the the mapping of it, which I dislike, would have been Kingmaker, which is a Pathfinder campaign. But it's heavy, like fight everything. Um, you just have to kind of like adjust some stuff because from I mean it's not too bad. It's three point five, right? Yeah. So it's not like a totally different system you have to convert from. But um, it's one of the interesting games I played. There's some stuff that, like, oh, you're supposed to be, like, tr tr um, figuring out all of the things around here. You have to re um, you have to map this area out, essentially, to get all the goods. Because that's what your original campaign was, to map this area out, and then you find all these bandits and stuff. Um and then it just like, oh, you can make your own kingdom now, and stuff like that. Which is just, I don't know. It just, it is, it, it's, it's a bit much. It's a bit much. Is what I'm gonna say. It's a lot. Okay. But I think it's a good starting point if you want that kind of thing. Um, let's see, easy intro, little from levels one to three, I think, maybe four. Uh. My go-to starting thing is the Sunless Citadel. That is in um, what's called the Yawning Portal, or you can find it online, probably. But the Yawning Portal has that uh, little campaign module there. It's not a whole thing, but it's still something. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I guess levels one through what what else like okay so we have two what mm -hmm. else do you have any other like beginner recommendations off of your off my dome off your dome is exactly what I was gonna say uh no uh, uh, uh those are my favorites uh because like anything new mm -hmm. with new players everything else is gonna be homebrewed. Um, and just on the spot, because, but that's because that's, that's kind of where I excel for the most part. Um, but it just depends on, on how fluid you need everything to go. Like, you know, you're, you're treating them to this, this new place, right? This, this new world, you need to be a, a, a bit handholdy. Um, so you want small encounters, you want things that all make them, um, think and apply the tools that you're kind of learning in the scenario. You need a skill check before you get into the fight, so it just kind of starts to rolling things down. And then you gotta, when you get into the fight, you kind of like which dice are what, and for what weapons, and for what spells. Um, talking about spells, um, what do they do, what's an area effect, it's these things. So, like, you can start off with some, like, main little baddies, uh, bandits, and then you can get, oh, this guy can cast spells, and then now, like, oh, I have to wor not worry about people up front or close or at range, but also the magic people as well. So, like, introducing these, these things slowly but surely, like, any kind of game you have. You're kind of introducing the mechanics in slowly. Um, 
Um, and if you can't, like, oh, what, what about the golden treasure? Well, I'm bad at that. I am not good at, at the mercantile parts of D&D. Um, it usually just bores me. But, like, it's so nice and cool and pretty to say have this much gold and this many items and what can I buy that it's, it's still an integral part of the game. <laughs> See, I don't like the stores either because then there's got to be interactions or whatever, like, that's where I like the video game aspect of like, okay, I need this and this. I'm just gonna buy it. I'm gonna move on. Like I don't, I don't need an interaction. Mm-hmm. I don't like, care about your quest line. No. Like Charon in Hades. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you, you got, got three answers. It's right there. I don't have to talk to you. Let's go. Oh, you're gonna uh, at me, and then I can just purchase my palm. Thank you. Let's go. Yeah. Have you seen his, uh, his, his discount card? Or not discount card. Yeah, it is a discount. It's a, like a, it's a pile of treasure you can just pick up. Yes. And then you have and to then, fight him. And then you have to fight him. Yes. Uh, I am never ready for that fight. I've only happened, I've only seen it twice. It is, the early stages, I think I've died like four or five times before I finally beated him. Ah. It's fine. I was playing earlier today and I died mm-hmm. uh um in Asphodel in um whatever the boss battle is that I definitely remember their names. Um but I was not paying attention and each one of them were like two hits away from being done and I was like, God, what the oh, fuck you're was about I the... mm-hmm. Wait, is that Elysium? If it's Elysium? Two people, yes. It's Elysium. Yes, that's yeah. what I meant. And that's with the Minotaur and yep, stupid fuckface. I don't know. <laughs> yep, I want to call him. It's not Jason. Like I know that. It's not. It's not Jason. Someone's yelling at us right now. I can feel it. I can too. From the in the I just, future. I, listen, I hate that guy. Why do I want to remember his? And name, that's the dude? point. <laughs> I think that's the point, isn't it? But yeah, uh, I was there. They also yelled at me with the Asphodel. I'm sure. Somebody rolled and they were like, that's not right. I do that in the car all the time, listening to podcasts. I'm like, that's wrong. Yeah, you yell at them? I do. When when people are guessing things and it's just like, I'm yelling at the, like, I know it. I know you, it's on the tip of your tongue. How do you not know it? It's right there. It's right fucking there. I think it was like a Pokemon guessing game. Who is that I'm Pokemon? Yeah, pretty much. I think for I guess we did our ten percent D and D. We did today. our ten percent D and D. I have something else. I hold on. Let me see if I can find it. Okay. Okay. I bought the 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 keys from Golden Vault. Oh. The Barnes and Noble. I think I paid like like ten dollars for. Have I opened it? No. No, I have not. What are we doing? What are we heisting? We're heisting something. 1 to 11. I guess I could do that. A heist? Yeah. I feel like a heist is complicated, though. It, I mean, I, I, I... Yeah. Yeah, you never expect it, okay? Look, I, 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 I playtested the heist. I think t- once or twice. 
and it was just twice. It was just twice, and it was very different approaches from from your the 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 stream versus the play test. Yeah. So, uh, you gotta you gotta pay attention to a lot of things. Yeah. We I think know. as a GM, it might be a little difficult because of the potential intrigue and trying to figure things out. Um, but it's just, it's a lot. People are crazy. They'll come up with anything. I agree. I think that might be. But if, ah, I mean, true. if you want to challenge yourself, you should do it. I need to hook these people. All three hook of them. these people. I need to hook them. All three of these people, I think... I think Michael's going to be a tough sell. I think I'll be able to get him there. But I think mm. following the, like, easing him into how to play Dungeons & Dragons, I think that's going to be what's important. Um, right. I feel like I had... I, I think I had more. I just don't know where they are. But don't that's be afraid... Fine. If something's not working in those campaigns or those modules, to give up and quit, throw it away. Yeah. <laughs> Say GMing Some is not for me, and then just quitting. Perfect. Thank you. No, I'm saying no. Shut up. <laughs> I'm saying some things don't work for every GM and every player, and it you need to recognize when you feel like okay, this monster might be too strong, or okay. Uh, this monster's too weak. You know, do not. You don't have to stick to these these linear things. They will just happen, um, and you need to be able to be a little bit adaptable. And and you know, the things you change can be very abstract. So it doesn't mean like their hit points are the same as everything else that you've they've encountered, or their what they do is the same as anything else. Like you have that control and that's okay use your discretion from what you've experienced during your games before and after and then figure out and that's how you'll figure out if um if you've done it overboard or not and you can you can figure it out that way as you go allies could come in and save them um what's called more monsters fall in from the sky like anything can happen you are the dm you are the gm you know what you can do and what you cannot do mm. just okay. try i will i'm gonna try i'll keep you ab abreast okay. <laughs> sounds good i feel like i think by now i think i just i just need to suck it up and do it i mm -hmm. think It'll make, it'll be less pressure if nobody has ever played Dungeons and Dragons before. Um, yeah. So I think that it, the character creation part is always, that's what I always feel. I feel like that's super daunting because I'm not good at that. And I know that there's, there's ways around there and we could do D&D uh, &D Beyond or whatever. But I, I, I really do think we need to pull it out on the paper and just be paper people. I like paper. I like paper. I have like a, well, I think I was looking for something and I opened up my uh, my passenger seat and I, there's like a character sheet for somebody just peeking out from <sighs> underneath. I love that. It's there. It's ready. Whenever you need an, a spare D and D character, it's there. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm in the car, I need a D&D character, and you just, like, whip it out. Yeah, yeah. It's like, Oprah, chunk underneath your seat. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's a character! What did you get? We're all bards! <laughs> oh. I think that'll be something, too. I think I think opening it up to the players and not telling them anything about how to balance their character. I think we might just do their own don't, create. Don't worry about balancing. Don't worry about what's yeah, right or I wrong. Think, I think that's what we're Mess just Mess up them... together and be okay with it. <sighs> Mess up together. Yeah. It, it, fall forward, you know? And capitalism um, you, is always the enemy. Yeah. There's there's a lot of good information <laughs> out there. I think I have a video somewhere on how to create a character. So I'll just send you that. I'll just send you that. Plug my own shit. <laughs> Isn't this wild that we've been doing this for how for how long? And I'm still Three like... Three years? Whoa! There's something different about it. I don't know. It, it's a different side to the whole experience. Yep. All right. Well, I'm going to let you get to that then. No. Figuring everything out. Um, but let's wrap this up. We shall. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I guess that's all me. There's nobody to plug anything. Adrian, do you have anything else to plug? Do you, do you have anything to plug? Hopefully we have uh, me and me and Skylar. And me, Skylar, Val, and Nico. all all past people from the podcast are coming out with a video and we're all releasing our own little modules as well um but yeah that should be coming out soon if it's out I'll, it'll be in the link if not then it will be there <laughs> eventually time has a way of happening and it will be there eventually <laughs> um but yeah go check out all those pages i just referred it'll be in the mentions below Wow, in the in the detail, the episode description. Wow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I know you also run. Do you still post the games on Twitch? I really feel like I should know this better, but you, you have mean games. The, my Friday yeah. games. Yes. Hey, we just talked about that. We still have Friday games until I say for otherwise. <laughs> it's true, and they are on Twitch. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. They're also eventually uploaded to the YouTube. Yep. We're getting all our, there. We're getting the YouTube straightened out, putting all current and, and future episodes immediately on YouTube, and then um, the older episodes will be backdated, probably in groups of five. Um, mm-hmm. Are you on any other podcasts? You want anything? Um, no, not currently. Oh, uh, I was on an episode with T.W. Clausen, which I guess... That was like last week, which you'll see now. I was on that podcast, and then nothing else. Everything's just a work in progress. Um, no more podcasts. Uh, no more podcasts. Just one podcast for now. We'll see what happens. That's fair. Do you have I'll eventually else? be on Half Blood. Do you have any podcast you're not you're on? I'll eventually be on Half Blood Happy Hour, but um, they have to get to that part in the story where I pop up. I honestly, they, they asked me, well, I don't remember. Let me look. 
Um, Noah asked me uh, December. Yep, December of 2022. So I have had this character sitting and waiting to be played <laughs> for almost a year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, same with my characters, though. Yep. You know, stories take time. You know, they stories take do. time. They do. I know. I know. I just am excited for the opportunity. Honestly, mm-hmm. <laughs> I love playing with Noah. Um, it's been a minute. Noah, I hope you're doing well, sweetie. I really do love you. Yeah. For any and all Noah's listening, but specifically for you, Noah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but other than that, no, I'm just. Uh, if you really want to watch shenanigans, I have a teacher Instagram, um, Miss Sonia McKinnon. You can you can follow the art that's happening. Um, evidently, I'm really good at raising money for my classroom. But otherwise, it's eloquent mime on everything. I got some sweet dead dad content on TikTok. Yay. Uh, Yeah. I'm not... I have the basic package. I have the basic social media package. Um, Maybe one day I'll be an influencer. I don't even know what that means. Teacher, influencer. Uh, I don't want to be a teacher. Those are different. Teacher influencers? You got to be in the know. I got some strong opinions yeah. about public school and vouchers, but we also live in Texas, so mm-hmm. I have to. Um, but otherwise, I'm just just reading. Oh, we are going to be starting a biweekly book talk podcast, um, but that will be recording in two weeks, and then it'll be every other week recording, hopefully. I just knocked on that wood. It's not real wood. That's real wood. Wow, you've cursed it. You've cursed it. <laughs> I can't believe you've done this. Uh, maybe, hopefully. You know, if not, we should know by the time this is edited and sent out, right? We'll find, yeah. I mean, if the episode goes up, yeah. Um, yeah. Try and do the math. I think so, yeah. Yeah. But thank you, dear okay. listener, for joining us on another episode of Dungeons and Degrees. You can find us on all social media at Dungeon N Degrees. Um, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram, although that's not super active, but Instagram is there. Um, the TikToks, you can also reach out if you are interested in being on the podcast or you know somebody you would love to listen to be interviewed. You can um, reach us out on any social media. We also have an email address um, and a website. Go find us there, I believe, in your ability to use the internet. Um, we also have a Discord channel that's open that's also listed in the comment section or the um, just episode de- it's found in the episode description below. Thank you. <laughs> um, we also have a Patreon that we would love for you to join and help us out there. But most importantly, like, subscribe, share with your comrades in arms um, about our podcast and, and help this little, this little pet project grow into something we can do full time. And we don't ever have to worry about money again. The dream. The, the dream. dream. All right. 
thank you so much for listening. My name's Adrian. And I'm Alex. Go have some fun. Boop, boop, boop.